Hello, this is Father Neil here, and welcome to the, to the December 8th episode of the podcast Catechism with Father Neil. Today we're going to look at numbers 2738 through 2745 of the Catechism. How is our prayer efficacious? 2738. The revelation of prayer in the economy of salvation teaches us that faith rests on God's action in history. Our filial truth is enkindled by his supreme act, the passion and resurrection of his Son. Christian prayer is cooperation with his providence, his plan of love for men. 2739. For St. Paul, this trust is bold, founded on the prayer of the Spirit in us and on the faithful love of the Father who has given us his only Son. Transformation of the praying heart is the first response to our petition. 2740. The prayer of Jesus makes Christian prayer an efficacious petition. He is its model. He prays in us and with us, since the heart of the Son seeks only what pleases the Father. How could the prayer of the children of adoption be centred on the gifts rather than the giver? 2741. Jesus also prays for us in our place and on our behalf. All our petitions were gathered up once for all in his cry on the cross and in his resurrection heard by the Father. This is why he never ceases to intercede for us with the Father. If our prayer is resolutely united with that of Jesus in trust and boldness as children, we obtain all that we ask in his name, even more than any particular thing, the Holy Spirit himself who contains all the gifts. Okay, very good. So today we're dealing with a very um, proper question. Um, How is our prayer efficacious? How does it work? And, um, you know, because God knows everything, God knows what is necessary. Um, Does our prayer change his mind? Is it that, uh, I don't know, you were going to fail the exam and because you prayed, now you're going to get an A in the exam? Or, um, I don't know, you were going to lose your job, but because you prayed, you're, you're not going to lose it? And it's not so much cause and effect, but that the Christian is invited to participate in the life of God, in the mission of God, in the mission of Jesus Christ. And this is something very beautiful. And this that uh, not only is it that we pray to God and we're invited in to God, but that Christ prays in us and with us, as it says in 2740, that Christ associates himself to our prayer and brings us into his prayer. And I think I used this image before, but for me, the best image of prayer is like a child. A child that's helping um, an adult. That sometimes if you're there and the toddler comes around and they want to help, and uh, I don't know, that um, somebody is baking a cake and the toddler gets up on the chair and, uh, and is there, and they're not a help. They're not a help. Um, or out to to help to build uh, um, something in the garage. Um, again, the, the, the child isn't a help. They get in the way. You've got to take extra care uh, and all the rest of it. But a loving parent allows the child to help. That the helping, in a sense, is what's important. And the helping strengthens the relationship that's there. If one of the parents never has any relationship with their children, then things go badly. 
And it's the same for us. We need to have a relationship with God. And God invites us to do this. It's kind of like um, if you're somebody going to, uh, they, they have these things sometimes that you can go and bring your family to cut your own Christmas tree. And again, you're in the way. You're in, you know, it's not that uh, the companies that offer this, it's not that it's easier to cut a Christmas tree if there's a family with kids there pointing out which tree they want them to cut down. That doesn't make life easier. It's, um, it would be easier just to harvest the trees and to, and to, to, to bring them somewhere else. Um, but, but the experience that's there in selecting the tree in, uh, and the rest of it makes it meaningful. And I think prayer in many ways is this, that we are incorporated into the life of God. We're incorporated into the life of grace and that, um, and that the Lord gives us the privilege of cooperating with him. And that, in a sense, he allows our prayer to be efficacious. Not because of the greatness of our prayer, but because of the greatness of his love for us. Okay, I realized I made a mistake and um, I only read half of the catechism for today. I read 38 to 41 and gave the commentary on that. And I was meant to do today from 38 to 45. So now, just so that you get your money's worth, I'm going to... Um, complete the second half of the podcast. 4. Perseverance in Love, 27.42 Pray constantly, always, and for everything. Give thanks in the name of the our Lord Jesus Christ to God the Father. St. Paul adds, Pray at all times in the Spirit with all prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert with all the perseverance, making supplications for all the saints. For we have not been commanded to work, to keep watch and to fast constantly, but it has been laid down that we are to pray without ceasing. This tireless fervour can only come from love. Against our dullness and laziness, the battle of prayer is that of a humble, trusting and persevering love. This love opens our hearts to three enlightening and life-giving facts about faith and about prayer. 27.43 It is always possible to pray. The time of the Christian is that of the risen Christ, who is with us always, no matter what tempest may arrive. Our time is in the hands of God. It is possible to offer fervent prayer, even while walking in public or strolling alone or seated in your shop, when buying or selling, even while cooking, 2744. Prayer is a vital necessity. Proof from the contrary is no less convincing. If we do not allow the Spirit to lead us, we fall back into the slavery of sin. How can the Holy Spirit be our life if our heart is far from Him? Nothing is equal to prayer. For what is impossible, it makes possible. What is difficult, easy. For it is impossible, utterly impossible for a man who prays eagerly and invokes God ceaselessly ever to sin. Those who pray are certainly saved. Those who do not pray are certainly damned. 2745. Prayer and Christian life are inseparable, for they do they concern the same love and the same renunciation proceeding from love, the same filial and loving conformity with the Father's plan of love, the same transforming union 
of the Holy Spirit, which conforms us more and more to Christ Jesus, the same love for all men, the love with which the Father, with which Jesus loved us. Whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. This I command you, to love one another. He who prays without ceasing, who unites himself to prayer, to works and good works to prayer. Only in this way can we consider as realizable the principles of praying without ceasing. Okay, so we um, we continue uh, the, the section, looking at um, looking at this um, this invitation to pray, to, in perseverance. That there's a lot to be said for perseverance, in prayer to keep at it. That it's um, always possible to pray. Again, it's very good to set aside specific times and places to spend some time in the church in front of the Blessed Sacrament or to say every morning I'm going to get up and spend some time in prayer or say every night I will pray, but also um, to realize that we can pray always. And this is something that is um, vitally important for us, that prayer is this vital necessity. And really to see that prayer is, um, is necessary for salvation if we know who God is, if we realize who Jesus Christ is, if we realize God's plan for us, and then we say no, and then we say, well, I'm not really interested, or not say it, but say it with our actions by not praying, by not having communion with God, then we risk ourselves, that we risk rejecting, rejecting by actions, not by, not by words again, because with prayer we see especially how the heart is what is important. The heart of the human person. Are we open to God? And if we are open to God, if we have communion with him, then we have eternal life. If we reject him, then we're in trouble. Because it's not that God is damning us, but it's we're damning ourselves. It's not that God is rejecting us. We're rejecting him. It's like you're given, um, you're given the possibility of something fantastic and you don't use it. You don't use it. And it's, um, you know, it's useless. I mean, it's, it's um, um, you, you can't, uh, you, you can't, you, you can't survive as a Christian without prayer. It's like a fish outside water. It can't live. And uh, this is... Uh, this perseverance of staying in the prayer is what is important. And the Lord invites us to persevere, invites us to trust in him, invites us not to, not to be afraid. And so really, as we, as we, as we finish this article in the Catechism, uh, as we finish this section on the battle of prayer to see that the victory goes to those who persevere, those who do not give up will be victorious. So very well. So we'll continue tomorrow. And tomorrow we're going to look at numbers 27, 46 through 27, 51. God bless.